Won't you please watch this? Hello, everyone, and welcome to another Please Make This Minisode. Uh, it's me, uh, Hobart, one of your hosts of Please Make This. Uh, and uh, I'm trying something a little different with this minisode. Uh, uh, I've been watching a lot of movies during our time in quarantine. Uh, and uh, from time to time, I'll watch a movie that uh, isn't. That, that that I immediately think in my head, this reminds me so much of a friend of mine, I know that they would love this movie. And so welcome to our first installment of Please Watch This, where I pitch one of those movies to one of those people, and we're going to find out if they like it or not. Uh, so the movie I have, uh, well, I guess we'll introduce our guest so he doesn't have to sit here silently <laughs> staring at me. <laughs> uh, uh, today on the show, we have uh, our uh, my dear friend, Eric Morrison. Hello, it's me. I'm Eric. Hi, what's up? Uh, Eric Morrison was a guest on Please Make This uh, for our uh, uh, Back Into Baseball episode. Uh, Indeed. Quite a oh, long those, time ago. those halcyon days. Oh, man. I, that was a great one, too. Yeah. <laughs> still, there's still a chance, Bill Murray, make that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, uh, so yeah, um, I've been, yeah, watching a lot of movies, a lot of just, like, kind of just, like, giving my brain a break and just watching some real dreck during this, uh, break, uh, and, uh, I heard about a movie, uh, uh, Sarah read about it in a book, and then we, I kept bringing it up, and we kept meaning to watch it, we never watched it, it's this movie called Night Riders, uh, and it is by George Romero, uh, uh, which everyone knows from the Evil, uh, not Evil Dead, sorry, uh, the Night of the Living Dead series and all his zombie movies, the, the, the granddaddy of horror movies of oh, zombie horror movies uh but this movie has nothing to do with zombies at all Ooh, i'm uh, very i'm it, so thrilled by this oh uh, that's ex- and that's now we're getting to why this is uh, i think the perfect eric morrison movie so uh in between uh i think it was uh night of the living dead and dawn of the dead uh he made this movie and it is uh like probably like more of like a Oh, like a pastoral drama <laughs> oh. than it is anything. It's about, um, I mean, I don't want to ruin too much of that. I don't want to give you too many spoilers. Certainly not going to give you any ending stuff here. Uh, we're, cause we're going to talk about it after you watch it. Uh, but basically the things that got me interested and in, that made me think of you immediately when watch this movie is this movie is about a group of people so devoted to like, uh, their sort of art form that they uh, do that, uh, they kind of form this sort of family unit, uh, and they kind of become this sort of, uh, subculture, uh, that exists in this world. Uh, and, uh, the other reason is because that thing is there are a bunch of people who run a Ren Fair. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Uh, unfortunately, we're, I know, I, the one bad thing about this is this is going to bring up, I guess, some uh, bad feelings too, because uh, Eric and I, uh, for the last two years, have gone every summer to the Ren Fair here in Illinois. Uh, and this year, I imagine we're not going to Yeah, that's probably out of the question. Oh, well, get ready man. to live vicariously through Night Riders, dude. <laughs> that's amazing. Oh, I, I cannot wait. <laughs> Yeah, but here's the twist. Instead of horses, they ride motorcycles. What, what the fuck? So this movie is one part serious drama about a bunch of Ren Faire actors uh, trying to make it in the world, one part motorcycle stunt show, and then a third part, which is Ed Harris in his first acting role, acting the shit out of being a King Arthur type. Oh my god, and I love Ed Harris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is checking all the boxes, man. Oh my god, I'm <laughs> we so excited. We were talking excited. before we turned on the mic about how I was 99% sure you were going to love this movie. And uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, you can see why. There's just that one little sliver that maybe you'll fucking hate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, God, I I'm so excited about this. 
Okay. Uh, uh, I guess I want. We'll, we'll, we can, we'll talk about the movie once you've seen it. Uh, I think uh, I've I've uh, I've given you my pitch. Uh, do you feel like you're gonna you want to watch this movie? Absolutely. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna search it out and I'm gonna we're gonna watch it tonight. Okay. Very good. Well, in that case, we'll talk to you, listeners, after the movie. I guess that that's it. <laughs> All right. Amazing. That's great. All right. Once, courageous knights roamed the land, searching for adventure, ready to brave any challenge. Knight Riders. The knight is a fighting machine, disciplined in mind and heart, and noble to the death. Knight Riders. Action. Adventure. Romance. Heraldry. Pageantry. And magic. Magic got to do with the soul, man. Only the soul got destiny. Knight Riders. They ride for the crown. They fight for honor. That kid thinks I'm evil Knievel. That kid thinks you're William the Knight. You're his hero. I'm not trying to be a hero. I'm fighting the dragon. Following a dream as far as it will take them. Hey, hey. Right, we're back. I think we just we just we just watched a movie, didn't we? Yes, we did. All right. Uh, so, what did you think? Wow, where to begin? Um, <laughs> uh, this. Uh, well, I mean, like. I'm, I'm going to try and talk about it in, like, a spoiler-free way because I also want other people to watch this if they listen to it. <laughs> oh, good, good, good. I'm glad that I'm perpetuating this. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, this this struck me as, like, a... Uh, well, so, I watched it with Jordan, and, um, I mean, both of us thought it was ridiculous. Uh, she said something like... Oh, how did she put it? Like... Well, I'm, I'm, I'm forgetting it, but, but in any case, like, it, it seems like George Romero, yeah, that's what it was. It, <laughs> Jordan said something like, it seems like he went to a Ren Fair and was just, like, overwhelmed by it. <laughs> uh, and then this, like, immediately came out of his brain. Um, like, the, the tone of it is very, like, it's like, a man of La Mancha or something like it's it's this like Don Quixote story of like like dreams are beautiful even if they're insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's something that stuck with me about it too. Is like uh, it doesn't. There's nothing glamorous about the lifestyle of the 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 knights. Right. Like their whole world is like like a shitty theater group <laughs> right yeah like and, and and dangerous an extremely dangerous theater group and and like when the main character is like convincing everyone that they should like stay on like just because they believe in it or whatever mm-hmm. like it's it's very easy to take the side of everyone else going like 
no, <laughs> like we're, we're going to do this for the money. And if there's not money in it, we're going to leave because our, we're almost dying on our motorbikes like daily. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, uh, I, yeah. So I think we should give all uh, to give a little context to the listener. Right. right. Uh, so, so, <laughs> I'm sorry. uh, uh uh, oh no no no! I because I understand the uh, I didn't want to tell you anything about this. I right. want you to go in so cold. Uh, but the, I mean, the kind of basic structure of the movie that it gives away nothing is it's about basically a group of Renfair actors that believe in it so hard that they make it like their entire lives. Right. Uh, but it's a lot about motorcycles too. Right. I actually read something online that actually described the group as a like motorcycle gang, and I was like, oh my god, that's actually a perfect way to describe them. They're like a like a like a they're like a chaotic good motorcycle gang <laughs> right there there are also parts of it that feel like culty like there's mm-hmm. like a charismatic leader who's like convincing them all to like buy into his stuff and like i think if you were to take an extremely like uncharitable view of what's happening in this movie like that's what it would be like is like yeah there's there's one guy who like believes in it way harder than everyone else and and he has like con- iron-fisted control over all of their lives and livelihoods and he's like convincing them to like stay with this thing that's like clearly unsustainable yeah yeah that's what i think that the unsustainability of it really kind of strikes you i think it's crazy that uh the the, the character we're, again we 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 both you could i can tell that we both want to share this movie with more people because we're trying so hard not to give away details right but ed harris plays the king of this group uh king william yeah i think it's really interesting that king william is the only character that consistently uses his actual name right Exactly. Like William is his name, but everyone else, there's like you know, there's there's Merlin, there's Fire Tuck, there's Morgan. LaFay. Yeah, there's and there's even like a joke in the movie of of like they, they like go into town and someone's like, "What's your name?" and he gives like some stupid ass like Renfair name, mm-hmm. uh, and he's like, "No, what's your actual name?" and I I honestly it's like Hawthorne or something like yeah, uh, and he's like, "No, my name is Hawthorne." He's <laughs> like, that's really it. Uh, and, oh man, like, it's just like, it's, it's so, I went through so many, like, back and forths of, like, whether or not I liked King William or, like, believed in what he was doing. Mm-hmm. And then, like, all in the last, like, that last, like, sequence uh, of him like all of a sudden it like turned totally around for me. It was like, Oh my God. Yes. I will get it. And I like believe in the message and all that. Uh, it's like, it's still like corny as hell, but I, I love it. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, yeah, it, it's just something just so, I don't know. I, I mean, I've been the, the thing, I, I guess the reason that this movie has really stuck with me so much is well, a, the director and because uh, it's just so i mean talk about someone playing against type exactly George romero has never done a movie like this i didn't know he had a movie like this in him right and they're like sometimes like right there at the beginning of the movie there's these like gauzy like like exactly the kind of shots that like monty python was making fun of in holy grail 
Mm-hmm. But George Romero is like referencing those like original Renaissance like hero movies like directly and without any irony whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, it's it's a movie like yeah, it's a movie with like basically no irony. In it. Exactly, yeah, and that that was like, like I said, there were times where I was going like this movie can't be taking itself as seriously, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. but, it, but is. it was, it is, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's. The other thing about it that is truly remarkable is you think the plot's over and then there is a, like, what felt like a 30-minute motorcycle stunt sequence. Yeah. Like, I mean, all of them are long and you warned me about this. That, like, there's a lot of just, like, un unedited or, I mean, like, very edited, you, but, but... You basically like, watch their entire show in real time. Right, point. exactly, exactly. Uh, and I was... And we're all like, okay, so, like, the, they've figured it out. Like, they've... They're all having fun now. None of them are fighting. And, like, again, not, not like, giving anything else away to the plot, but, like, then there is a very long motorcycle stunt sequence. Yeah. Uh, and And it's... I, I just, like, was so surprised that it lasted as long as it did. Um, and then there's more plot afterwards. <laughs> hey, you want to you hear a crazy detail, Eric? The I, original cut of this movie Jordan was 17 looking, yeah. hours long. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> George Romero had 17 hours in his original cut and then pared it down from there. But a 17-hour movie. I mean, sure, it must have just been, like, the entirety of, the, like, a day at the Ren Fair. Like right, yeah, it's just, shift, just right? all B-roll. <laughs> just all him shopping for pottery. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, this, the, yeah, the... I, 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 there's been, I saw, there's a couple of reviews because they did like a re, uh, issue of this, uh, through Shout Factory. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I saw that there's, there's reviews with Romero and Roots with Tom Savini, mm-hmm. uh, which we have not gotten yet to the Tom Savini thing, which I want to talk about. Yes. Later. Um, uh, uh, but, um, I, I, I'm, I was saving to them for later after this because I didn't want them to color my perception because I really wanted to have a talk after we discussed Tom Savini about what this movie means. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, totally. Minus all the the weird shit that goes on in it, minus the subplot, you know, of the the cops beating up the one guy uh, and the uh, print, uh, King William vowing to, to to get revenge on the local police force. Yeah, uh, I mean, first of all, hell yeah. Second, I know that that scene really pays <laughs> off nicely. <laughs> uh, second of all, yeah, like there there's so much, there's so many like, B and C plots that just like mm-hmm. sort of spiral off and. And then, like, some of them come back, some of them don't. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's like fucking Canterbury Tales. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> in, in a campground. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, so yes, uh, so yeah, I was uh, excited for you to discover a that there's a cameo by uh, Stephen King in the early scenes. Yeah, as uh, hoagie guy, quote unquote. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I got an excited text message listener from uh, Eric when that moment happened. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> both of us, uh, both Jordan and I were like squinting at the like, is that? <laughs> Stephen King. There he is. Wife. Yeah, uh, and, and then also is. like the other kind of like I guess like the you might even say like the the principal antagonist of the film, uh, the Black Knight Morgan Le Fay, uh, is played by special effects legend Tom Savini. Yeah, right. Uh, who is I have to say a surprisingly good actor. I had no. I thought he was going to be like a bit part, honestly. Yeah, yeah, totally. And he's like, 
he honestly probably has more screen time than Ed Harris does. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's certainly more lines. Oh, yeah. It's like Ed Harris goes huge stretch of the movie, just sort of glowering in the distance behind everybody. But Tom Savini is like the charismatic heart of the show. Exactly. And I love him. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, uh, Tom Savini fucking rules. And I'm, I'm glad to know that uh, Tom Savini is also a good actor. Right. Yeah. Like, and I like love him in this movie specifically. And, like, yeah. There's a couple of really good, like, there's a couple of really good, just no lines, like him sort of looking, looking into the distance sort of things, or, uh, he, he like goes to, uh, he like becomes disillusioned with like Ed Harris's dream, uh, for, for the troop and, and like goes off on his own to do his own thing, uh, and, like, faces some sort of internal conflict about, like, whether or not it was the right decision. And I remember this, like, one shot of him, like, sitting, like, by the side of the road, basically. Just, like, glassy-eyed, just, like, staring off into the distance about, like, what what he had done. And, like, it that had such, such, like, pathos. It was, like... Yeah, that's yeah. I think I think another thing that I really like about this movie is that all the characters are unflappably loyal to each other, even in betrayal. Right? Like, yeah. Uh, like, it's, uh, yeah. It's not given to uh, Morgan Le Fay, the Black Knight, of course, betrays King William halfway through the, or, or most of the way through the movie. Uh, uh, by terms of a, considering going corporate with yeah, the Ren Faire yeah, concept, yeah, yeah. he, he and, sells uh, out. Yeah, and uh, then they somehow. They, they, he, I mean, he, at a drop of a hat, just like says, like, fuck it, no. The most important thing to me is this weird code of honor that this group has. Yeah, I mean, like, to... I, I do feel like he, I mean, they, they go to sort of great lengths to show, like, how shallow and, and like, uh, sort of like chaotic and, um, and lawless, like the the outside world is, like, mm-hmm. like he goes out and and he like betrays King William, and he like finds himself like in this sort of glitzy TV thing um, that's like could not be more different from from like the world that they created, which is like gritty and like the costumes kind of suck. Uh, but like that, dangerous. <laughs> yeah, like that feels more real than like this weird like their costumes have like pool noodles in them, like spray oh, painted yeah, silver. The, the costumes for the corporate version of the show are so hilariously bad that it kind of rules. It's like it's like uh, I was imagining a world in which that actually became a thing, and I was like, oh my god, it's just like uh, like a Ren Fair meets uh, uh, American Gladiators is what it would have been. Right, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like, it um, actually would have kind of ruled. I would have watched that as a kid. <laughs> yeah, uh, and there, there's also like I don't know. There's this like implication that that the the TV studio, well, it's not really an implication. It's kind of out there in the open. The TV studio is like, has taken this and he, there's a line from the producer or the promoter or whatever. He says like, if you package this right and like the, the thing that the TV show or, or the thing that they are creating is like quite a bit like seedier than, mm-hmm. than like, 
uh, Morgan thinks it is, you know, Morgan the, thinks the, it's going to be Morgan Le Fay photo shoot is also a, uh, a real pinnacle of the movie. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, and so like they, they show you very clearly that like the, the law and order that, that King William has established and the like romantic chivalric ideals that, that for whatever reason he holds in like 1980 are, are, so much more pure than than the outside world. Yeah, I like well, I totally agree and I'm about to say a spoiler so if you care about such thing listener, right. go ahead and just mash that 30 seconds ahead it won't take long. Uh in the end, the decision of whether or not they're going to be taken over by the Nightfall the Night Riders TV or the, the glitzy glamorous version, they decide it on their terms by having a tournament. And then the guy's like, didn't you sign a contract? He's all worried about the contract, the producer. And they're just like, fuck your contract. It means nothing to us. <laughs> yeah. They don't exist in medieval motorcycle land. <laughs> what is this paper with laws upon it, my lord? <laughs> yeah, like, just... Oh, man. The, the like, twists and turns of, of this, like, make no sense as you're watching it. Mm-hmm. But then, like like right around that point it all sort of starts to click and you and it all i don't know i got a very clear sense in that moment like as as things are uh as things are decided uh listener glad you skipped that 30 seconds um (laughs) uh it becomes clear as things are decided like what this movie is trying to say which it's like i don't know I'm I'm going I'm like spinning around in my head like r- reckoning that with like the rest of George Romero's work and like yeah it's it's this like I I really do feel like it feels like Cervantes like like this dream is doomed to fail but isn't it beautiful to dream it while while we have it sort of thing like uh totally and uh and like initially i was like that's such a romantic and cheesy thing for for romero and then i'm like well he's making his entire career on like special effects movies you know what i mean like mm. literally just applying prosthetics to the world you know yeah um, and, and so like this this could really be like a I don't know. This is sort of a linchpin for his work now for me. It's like I know, no, no, totally. I mean, that, and that's I think that's that's where I, I think we should take our conversation next. It's like, yeah, the the meaning of this movie, and I think the reason that I I found it so affecting, and I thought you might find it very affecting too, is that like I mean, it's a movie about like DIY art. Like like the, it boils down to I mean. Uh, take away the it's not a Ren fair and motorcycle riders anymore instead it's a bunch of guys who get together uh every year or month or whatever to make horror films yeah and they have this dreamer who's like too stubborn to ever change and too uh uh, uh in you know too, has too, so too many ideas about artistic purity to ever want to make the decisions that would actually make them money and uh, so they're in it for the love of the game, for making independent zombie features, yeah, or yeah. ride motorcycles and joust each other. Mm-hmm. And then Morgan Le Fay, played very, I think, appropriately by Tom Savini, represents someone who has the talent to escape 
that and go to a, like a, a more corporate level. Mm-hmm. And they don't have the scruples that William does. Right. And yeah, Tom Savini, a guy who would go on to do special effects in huge movies. Yeah. Uh, uh, not not that George Romero's career suffered after the eighties either, but right. I mean, yeah. I mean, George Romero never made a, like a, a Disney movie. You know, he yeah. We, they didn't sign him on for the the uh, any Avengers sequels. Uh, <laughs> right. Right. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah. I just think that as a, as a as an artist and as as someone who's an artist who's never made any money. Like watching it, I was just like, I was just like, God damn! This I is feel it. like I'm one of the knights in this troop, man. That's yeah, exactly. Sometimes, yeah, yeah. Um, it's a, it, it's just like a nice. Uh, there, there are a few, there are a few movies that make me like totally want to like live without irony at all, and this is this is one of them. Like, I get, I get very corny and weepy about man of la mancha because i love peter o'toole and like Mm. i love the music and and whatever um and i get like i get very wrapped up in that and this felt like exactly the same uh Mm -hmm. to me like it it had such a uh like yes i am that and yes like yikes (laughs) um but but it like reminds you what's important i don't know it's it's very cool uh and yeah it's uh but also, if you want to engage with it at the level of like motorcycle stunts, you can. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean the stunts, the stunts. The, the, you know, I think we could certainly argue that there might be a little too much stunts in the in this two and a half hour epic of a very minimal proportion. Full two, three full stunt shows. Is right, a lot. right. But they they're good though. They're fun. Yeah, yeah. I I honestly wish that it had been like a stationary camera thing, like like they had they had given you like the audience perspective mm-hmm. and you could just watch the show, you know, cause, cause they're cutting to the reaction shots like constantly. And it is yeah. impossible to follow what's happening. Uh, which I mean, like, I'm sure that's part of the point, but like, uh, but especially with the, the really long sequence towards the end, like I found myself just wanting to like go to medieval times <laughs> Like, I know, yeah, like, like, like to watch a show chicken. that I can understand what's happening. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, I, I mean, yeah. I, I think uh, uh, certainly this could be scaled back a tiny bit if we were giving George notes, I guess. But I mean, they're always enjoyable, and I, I, I like the the stuff. Uh, I think something that we forgot to talk about is yeah. There's a lot of uh, kind of um, uh, B plot about the audience engagement, right? Like, and like, genuinely, it seems that uh, largely the people who come to the show think it's cool too yeah like you occasionally see people who don't get it but like that one woman falls in love with the knight yeah and like you see like some people you see the one kid joins the troop right uh and uh so you kind of get the idea that like i mean i it's it's it's, it's, i feel the same like it still fits the 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 uh, meaning as uh describing george romero's uh filmmaking career which is like there's some you know most people are aware of what a zombie movie is but a lot of us at a certain age saw those movies and we were like yeah that's it. Yes. That's the shit I like. <laughs> like yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, just, I'm, uh, I'm still just, like, thinking about, um, there's, there's a few, like, long shots in that movie where it's them, like, in full costume riding down, like, a Pennsylvania highway. Mm-hmm. And, like, what a, 
just what an image. Just what, what a perfect shot. Yeah. Uh, of, of just, um, I, I want that as like my, my computer background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's like one part road. I mean, it really is just sort of just like loping pastoral movie about the lives of these people. Like they do, there's like a little bit of a road trip element, a little bit of yeah. like, uh, uh, yeah, like them, like an easy rider element. Like it's really very countercultural for a movie about Ren Faire stunt performers. Right, uh, right. Yeah. I mean, in fairness, though, like the the all of what you hear about like the people who are at Ren Faire's, you know, like this matches. This is like yeah. exactly. No, it's true. I mean, yeah, we, we talked about last time we went to Ren Faire. It's like, it's like, wouldn't it be great if we just if we if we just did this? Did we right. Just join yeah, in? yeah. 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 One run of the, the funniest run things, the mushroom stall. <laughs> yeah, one of the things that's so funny to me about about this is the the like police subplot involves them like arresting a Renfair guy for having weed, which is like like <laughs> I I feel like the the police in in Bristol, Wisconsin, where we go to Renfair, would would just laugh out loud at the idea that they <laughs> that they would ever do that. <laughs> yeah, 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 uh, like. It's it's just such a like accepted fact that everyone at Run Fair is just like constantly smoking, <laughs> uh, and, and the idea that that would be like an outrage is very funny to me. Um, Those small town cops, man. Small town small cops, town man. Jails, <laughs> as the guy said. Yeah, oh, man. It's I mean, what 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 a what a fun trip that movie was. Uh, and, and I mean that in every sense. <laughs> well, good. I will. I think that that brings us now to the, I guess, uh, kind of our ending here. Uh, 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 so did you like it? I did. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes. All right. I mean, now I can just, I'm going to go ahead and just keep scoring this big chalkboard I have in my room. Uh, that's one point for Hobart. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I feel like, like now we have to joust. Okay, well, okay, well, as soon as quarantine's over, we're both going to joust. Brilliant. And, and well, the, the lances are six feet long, so... Oh, you're right, you're right. So good social distancing is to joust. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, all right, man. Well, I'm glad you enjoyed the movie, and I'm glad that uh, uh, you kind of uh, uh, found it as uh, sincere and bizarrely endearing as I did. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> it's it's going to stick with you for a while. I've been thinking about it pretty much every day since I watched it two weeks ago amazing yeah it's it's always so fun i mean like this this had the exact like arc of every movie you've ever shown me which is like you don't tell me anything about it at the beginning i form an immediate idea about it in the first 15 minutes and then it it goes like hard left from there uh for about two hours (laughs) hell yeah yeah uh which is which is incredible and exactly what i was hoping for so it's always I'm fun glad, to. I'm really glad you enjoyed it, man. Yeah, it's always fun to get a movie recommendation from you. All right, well, maybe we'll we'll have to try this again. Uh, this has been our. Uh, please make this mini sewed uh, experiment. Please watch this. Uh, and current uh, is currently the, the the experiment is a success. But we shall keep testing my friends with films I think they should see <coughs> on future episodes. And uh, before we go, I uh, encourage you to uh, follow us on uh, social media if you haven't already done that. And uh, stay tuned for a brand new full episode coming next Friday. Uh, let's say goodbye, Eric. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Well. All right, man. I'll see you on the fucking jousting course. Yeah. <laughs> All right. 
This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture.